This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. The Jay Severin Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to the Jay Severin Show. This is Charlie Harari filling in for Jay, talking about Donald Trump and what he is doing this week to Ted Cruz, speaking about a story of a friend of mine who really made it big in real estate and got involved with a bunch of wrong guys, did nothing wrong, but slowly got dragged down with him. And just telling what happened to him, ultimately what ended up happening was the neighbor got around that he was you know, stuck in this little mess here. And although he did nothing wrong, and I saw the case, and he was a real estate guy that grew up in this company, and the company did really well, and I think was a little bit out there, and people saw, and they were probably were a little envious of how this company did, and then ultimately the principals of the company, the two guys at the top, were you know they were f- caught for acting in a fraudulent way and brought down and taken in, and this guy was completely innocent, and I saw it and I knew it, but what I I didn't know was that his friends, his neighborhood, his community was a little bit jealous of a guy who was down out and came all the way back, and they started to whisper some rumors about him. They started to say that I think he was one of them. He was a crook. He was part of it. He knew about it. And while he was innocent before the law, there's something a little bit different than the law, and that's people's perceptions. And I would say a good year or two after this thing went down, did nothing wrong, he packed his bags and had to leave the neighborhood that he grew up in. Because no one would do business with him. He couldn't go to the community events. In fact, he felt like his kids were being looked at even when they went to school. And I got to tell you, to, to this day, I mean, recently I was sitting in a meeting and I knew someone from that neighborhood and we spoke about a deal and I mentioned his name and the guy says to me, didn't he steal money a couple of years ago? And I got to tell you something. My first thought when he said that was, did he? No, I, I knew he was innocent. I was there. But you see, what happens is when you label somebody, it just starts to become who they are. We don't realize that our words are super powerful. They're super powerful. We don't take our words seriously enough. This is one of the greatest, I think, misconceptions we have growing up is, or in life, which is we don't realize the power we each have. We have words that we use, and we don't ever think that that matters, that that means something. You can say whatever you want. Who cares? I'm not hurting anybody. I'm just saying it, right? And when you're a little kid and your mom tells you sticks and stones can break your bones, but words can never hurt you, she's wrong. I love my mom, but she's wrong. 
No, well, my mom's not wrong, but whatever. Moms in general. Whoever made that up and gave it to the mom club to take care of the kids who came home that got yelled at at the park. It was, okay, well, you can get it when you're eight. But it's wrong because what happens is words stick. And what happens if they stick is that people look at you and they look at you through the perception that somebody else created. Here's an innocent man that worked himself up through his bootstraps, made a life for himself, got involved with the wrong guys, and because people around him were jealous, he had a perception that was unfair. Ted Cruz won Iowa. Iowa is meaningless, except for one thing, perception. It's all it gives you. It gives you a week to gloat. It gives you the Super Bowl trophy. It gives you the Stanley Cup to skate around for one week and go, look at me, I can win, I can win, to go to donors, to go to your, to become presidential. That's all it gives you. It gives you one week from the first to the ninth. You get one full week of being able to say, I can win. And Donald Trump goes, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. I'm not letting Ted have his victory lap. No way. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to label him a cheat. He doesn't care about Iowa. Donald Trump cares about Iowa. Donald Trump cares about 1% of the delegates. He doesn't care about Iowa. Donald Trump's up 20 points in New Hampshire. Donald Trump doesn't care about Iowa. He's got his chance. What does he do? He looks for your weakness, and then he labels you, and he hits it, and he hits it, and he hits it. He doesn't say it once. He hits it until you say it for yourself. Jeb Bush, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Low energy. Where did that come from? Donald Trump. Since when do our leaders have to be all duped up on caffeine? Why don't we want a leader that's reserved? Why can someone who's calculated not be a person in charge of a company? How many CEOs do we know that are incredibly, incredibly successful that are reserved? You think Mark Zuckerberg is this big guy? How about the guys at Google? GE. How about the guys at Delta? Go through the entire Fortune 500. I bet you that most of those CEOs... You would say, isn't the guy running around giving speeches the guy who can get things done? I don't know if Jeb Bush is a good guy or not, but low energy? What does that have to do with being a candidate? Because Donald Trump said so. We need a lot of energy to go out and fight Iran. He's low energy. And then he says it, and he says it, and he says, you know what happens? We look at him, and we believe it. You know, I got time to play you a clip for it in a second, and you're going to see something. Even Jeb Bush starts to believe it. Here's what he's doing. Watch it. It's unreal. Donald Trump is labeling Ted Cruz. Because what he wants is everyone to be like, oh, did he win? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think he cheated. I think he cheated. And that all of that perception now gets marred. It all goes. He has, I mean, this is incredible. If you see this, this is unbelievable. He has effectively taken out the muster of Iowa. One man and his Twitter account has effectively dismantled the power of the caucus that millions of dollars have been poured into by just claiming that somebody did something wrong and hitting it and hitting it and hitting it until we all get to think about it and he's labeling it and now Cruz has got to be on the defensive I didn't know that wasn't it that wasn't it and now the headlines on every single newscast is not Ted Cruz wins all the the, the evangelicals are coming out for him and the young people came out for him and oh my god the greatest turnout in Republican Iowa history none of that forget that we don't care about that let's talk about him did he cheat did he did he not cheat did he did he steal the election? Did he not steal the election? This is on our call. Co- you know why? Because half was going to be like, eh, maybe he is a cheat. Now Donald Trump sets us up perfectly. Here's what he does. Look at this. It's great. If he wins in New Hampshire, see, I won it fairly. Right? If Ted Cruz wins in New Hampshire, well, you know, who knows about Ted Cruz anyways? You want a guy like that? I want to play you something from Jeb Bush. Talk about the power of words. This is the power of words. If we understood the power of our words. If we understood, by the way, 
that labeling somebody, our kids, our friends, if we understood that, we would watch our words a lot more carefully. If we understood that every time we say something to somebody else and we, we just talk, we're just sitting around the coffee machine just talking. We're just talking to our, our, our spouses and we say, yeah, this kid's like that. Anyone here a teacher? You look at a kid and go, he's dumb. He's this. He's that. If you understand the power of what your words are doing to other people, you'd be, we'd be more careful for what we say. And more importantly, how many of us are still living on those same labels? How many of us are going through our week going, I knew I wasn't enough. I knew I was always that guy. When I was a kid, my parents said this to me. When I was a kid, my teacher said this to me. When I was a kid, my friends always called me this. How many of us are living up to that label? Because it's the label that creates the perception of who we are. And guess what? Reality is just as much real as it is perception. It's perception that drives behavior. It's perception that makes us do things. That's what gets us from being okay to being great. That's what gets us up in the morning. Can we do it? That's what gives that person from across the table from us, our wife, our husband, our kid, our friend, our employee, that motivation to move, to become, or that's what takes away their spirit. It's when we label them, when we say things that make them feel a certain way. And we're seeing this, I can't believe this is true, but we're seeing this in politics today. We're seeing labeling against labeling. They called Rubio the, the Republican Barack Obama. Why? They want to label him. This is what we're coming down to. When we come back, we're going to talk about Marco Rubio, what he's doing, and Jeb Bush, just what they're getting through. And we got a lot more coming up. You're listening to The Jay Severin Show, and I'm Charlie Harari, and this is The Blaze Radio Network. Jay Severin. Excelsior. The Blaze Radio Network. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washing and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.